Hey, it's Leah again, and I'm here with my partner in crime, Alexis Gomes. How you doing, Alexis? I mean, I could be doing a lot better. All right, why don't you tell me why you're dying? All right, this is another little story time. Um, if you tuned in last week, you remember my really dramatic, like, midterm pavement hot latte story time. This is like that, but worse. <laughs> so... I had a stats midterm yesterday, and I was, like, halfway there, realized I forgot my calculator. I had to run back to my room, grab it, Uber to my exam. I was, like, a few minutes late, whatever. I'm taking it. I'm, like, I don't think I did that well, right? I'm, like, I don't really know, you know, just, you know, after you take a midterm, if you're not completely confident, you're, like, I could have failed it. I could have gotten an A. Like, who knows? So something very spooky in the Halloween season. Um, I checked my grade today. Oh, and I just want to preface this by saying that I'm not stupid <laughs> and I did get a 99 on the first exam. She's not stupid. So I want you to guess what I got on the second exam. I feel like it really couldn't have been that bad. I like really don't No, I, I want you to guess. I don't know. Like a 60. I'm aiming low. Oh, not too far below, though. Oh, OK. A uh, solid 58. <gasps> oh, no. I specifically did not tell her. I was like, I have to wait. I have to get your actual reaction. It's, it's, you know, I, oh, dear God, I can't even articulate words. This is why you don't wait to tell people things when they're recording. Um, I'm just like picturing my mom pick up the chuckle and like hit the you. The thing <laughs> is, is that I did grade calculator and I'm going to get a B plus in the class. As long as I get a 90 on the last on the next exam, which is like the last one. And I'm going to talk to my TA and like cry and be like, hey, I don't understand why I failed. I mean, you, you, yeah, no, no, no. You, you have options. Like you, the thing about I TAs and professors <laughs> is that, okay, I know that we give professors a lot of shit. We is me. I'm using the royal we. I have never given my professors like any shit. I constantly am like, fuck professors. But actually, they're very, most of them, like, are kind and caring and want their students to do well. Well, yeah. Well, I have to talk to my TA. No, I no, can't no. talk to my professor. No, but I know. But you if you know. talk to your TA and you're like, please help me. Like, please, please. I'm also confused because I thought I got like a C. I was like, okay, I definitely didn't do so hot. I was like sweaty. I was late. You know, just yeah. like struggling. But... Anyways, besides <laughs> that, I mean, like, I'm kind of doing pretty well. I mean, happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. We have the coveted pink cowgirl hat in studio with us today. Just here for spirit. I love it. it like, Okay, the funniest thing, though, is I was like, this pink cowgirl hat is the best thing that has ever happened to me. And my friend posts, like, something on her Finsta. Yes, I know it's Finsta. Like, just let it go. I'm from Oregon. Let it rock. And she had the hat. Like, she had the exact The hat is, like, a thing. Like, I love it. No, like, people have it. Like, people are being cowgirls this year. And, like, sometimes I don't know what trends are. And this is one of those It's very nice. Me, Leah, our other friend, Kira, um, all being pink cowgirls tomorrow. Not tonight. Not tonight. Not tonight. My costume tonight, Big Chad. We love it. Yeah, she's literally going out as Chad. And our friend Natalie (laughs) is going out as Brad. And it's going to be an amazing... It's going to be an amazing time. I'm going to make friends with some frat guys and be like, guess my costume. We also go to BU, so this is the first time. Okay, I know people at BU go out on Thursdays, but, like, I'm very old, and I don't go out on Thursdays. Um, This is the first time that I've gone out on a Thursday, and I get it. I get it. I get the appeal. Like, it's a four-day week. I'm, like, weirdly excited on a Thursday. Some of us have four classes tomorrow that we have to attend because we're getting two midterms back. 
See, I have one class tomorrow, and then I'm done at 11. <coughs> so this is really, it's tomorrow's not going to be a hard day for me. I'm just going to waltz into bio and be like, this is how I die for 50 minutes. It's only a 50-minute class, and then I live my best life. I'm, I have class from 10 to 11, and then I have class straight from 12 to 3.30. So we struggle in out Let's here. Let's send a prayer to Alexis. Make sure she's doing okay. Like, we wish you well. Okay, story time about why I'm dying. I didn't even ask you. No, I was going to get there, but no, she's just so eager to talk about no. herself. I'm always eager to talk about myself. Literally yesterday, I'm laying in bed. I'm like about to fall asleep. I'm like, everything's going to be okay. And my stomach betrays me. Like, I swear to God, I know BU dieting is like supposed to be good, but they put poison in my food. Like, I am not doing okay. And I woke up this morning and I also was not doing okay. So BU dining, if you're listening. I don't think they are. Why you got to do me like that? I mean, I ate a lot of fried chicken. so <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. I don't think it was the actual food. I think you just ate too much grease. No, I ate so much fried chicken because I was reading econ and I was like going through it because I don't understand economics. And I was like, more hot sauce. I did make a salad after though. I don't think that helped. It doesn't cancel out like that. I, I mean, it was arugula. Okay, it still <laughs> doesn't cancel out like that. So, I mean, right now... I'm a solid, like, seven, but I think it's because I'm in shock, but we are going out tonight. It is spooky season. I haven't dressed up for Halloween since I was, like, a child. I have... Okay, the thing is, I've dressed up since forever, so this is not exciting, but I will say that my costumes are always mediocre. Like, there's some people who do Halloween so well. And I don't mean, like, I'm not talking, like, like if you want to dress slutty, dress slutty. If you don't want to dress slutty, don't dress slutty. I'm just, like, they do Halloween well. Like, they no, look know. like the thing that they're supposed to be. I always look okay. Like, I try. Like, I pick something, and I'm like, I'm going to be this. And I just look okay. What are you feeling right now? Scale of 1 to 10. I mean, like... I drank some milk, so my stomach feels a lot better. So probably that literally doesn't happen to anyone else. Yeah, Leah and her dairy addiction. Leah is the only person I've ever met that is like, I have such a bad headache. I need to drink some milk. Milk makes me feel disgusting. Anyway, so I probably like a eight point five nine. I mean, I wish we could update you guys like when this actually comes out tomorrow morning and see how we're feeling at ten a.m. when we're in class, but. We can't Alas. do that. We can't do that. So, let's get into the news. Yeah. Uh. 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 Good morning. Good morning. All right, you want me to kick this one off? I do want you to. All kick right, this one off. so I'm not gonna try to pronounce his name. Okay, that's why I didn't want to say it. That's literally why I didn't want to read it. Because it's Baghdadi. I know this is last name. Okay, like I know that. Anyways, the leader of ISIS died. Let's get into this. Let's get into this. All right. So, so it was. I mean, it was by like a CIA operation. Obviously, that's usually how this works. Um, what's interesting is they were like chasing him. Okay, not interesting. Really sad. Um, they were chasing him through a tunnel, and he was, like, wearing a suicide vest, and he had three children with him, so he killed himself and all the kids, which is, like, really sad. He's, like, a major terrorist leader, so it's, like, a big blow to the Islamic State. I When I was thinking about this, I just thought about, like, 
the execution of Osama bin Laden, or I guess the murder of Osama bin Laden under President Obama, and like what's the same and like what's the diff, diff mm-hmm. what's different? Whoa! Yeah. Um, oh my god, I'm I'm literally sweating. I don't know why, but these like things really stress me out. If that makes sense, like yeah. whenever like a major like I'm I'm happy like he's an awful but it's, human. But I think it's complicated though because now it's so decentralized. Right, threats are gonna come out of nowhere because now you can't really track it. Yeah. But I'm not saying, like, we shouldn't have killed him, but it's also just kind of, like, terrorism is very complicated. The thing is, is complicated. the U.S. kind of does this thing more, like, we take out a big leader, and then we dip. And it's like, this is this is the time where you need to stay. This yeah. is the time where you need to stay and you help. And Essentially, I know, since we just pulled out of Syria, yeah. it's very, like... And, like, call me a neocon if you want to, but, like, if you get if we get involved in the mess, we need to stay until we clean it up, you know? Like, it is our job to make sure that these people are, like, okay and that they have, like a respectable government regime, et cetera. And I know that that's, ve- like, there's some people who are going to be like, oh, my God, you're such a neocon, like, stop. But, you know, it is yeah. what it is. But I think, okay, something that I think is really interesting is my friend showed me this. Shout out to Kat. I see you. She showed me the, in, like, the New York Times Instagram, and there was, like, a difference in the photo between, like, President Obama during the execution of Osama bin Laden and President Trump. And if you have time, this is just something you should check out on your own because I don't want to, like, analyze it for you. But I think... I'm going to look ch- at it. <laughs> right now. She's looking at it right now. It's on the New York Times. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting because President Trump's is very, like, posed and proper. And he came straight from golf, but he, like, changed for the photo. And then President Obama also came straight from golf, but is, like, wearing his, like, golf clothing. And he came from golf because he was talking to, like, a foreign leader about politics. I'm not saying, like, my goal is not to be like, President Trump sucks, sucks. Because this is actually, like, a very big deal and, like, a very big accomplishment under his. What else is going on? California is on fire. (laughs) Per usual. I'm sorry. It's not funny. It's really not funny. It's not funny at all. Like, I know a lot of colleges have closed. Power has been shut off. It's a lot. So it's like PGE's fault. <laughs> like it, it yeah. <laughs> it's people are without power. It's on fire. It's very scary because I don't, I don't know if there's like a solution. Like California seems to be on fire constantly, and like, what are we doing to prevent these fires? Like California has a fire season. Like it's known. And so yeah, it's just like tornado season, hurricane season, but definitely climate change is a big part of it. Yeah. And if you don't believe in climate change. What's up with that? Please, please believe in climate change. Please believe in climate change. Please believe in climate change. Like, it's real. It's real. Yeah. Also, like... Should I cry on air about how real climate change is? No. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um. So, you guys remember Brexit? Yeah, remember that? Remember like, that crazy little thing? It's, like, still <laughs> happening. It's so but This is funny. This so is just funny news. Boris Johnson, who took over for Theresa May... Um, basically, he, they're turning over Brexit back to the public. It's another, like, election referendum type thing. And Brexit is not going to happen. Sorry to break it to anyone that thinks that Brexit is actually going to happen, but it's just not. No one wants Brexit anymore. Brexit is, like, a fever dream, you know? No one 
the, you know what the funny thing about Brexit is? Brexit reminds me of when you go into a party and you're like, I'm going to take six shots and this is going to be a great idea. It's going to be great. I'm going to have so much fun. And then you wake up in the morning and you feel like actual death. That's Brexit. Because Brexit they like, is the hangover of Brexit, political policy. Literally, it's the hangover of political policy. You wake up and you're like, oh no. And you can't take an Alka-Seltzer to fix that. Just really, Brexit's just funny though. And it's not, but it is. But it's it's funny when you're a U.S. citizen. <laughs> and I know, like, all the British people, because British people get very defensive, and they're like, well, at least we don't have Trump. And it's like, is Boris Johnson and Brexit really that much better? They're like, at least we don't have Trump. Okay, story time, we hate Indian people. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> that was a little gouache. Anyways. <laughs> So the ACLU has blocked Alabama's abortion ban. Yes, yes, yes. I was I so read ab- this and I was so excited. Abortion is still legal in all fifty states because of Roe versus Wade. Remember that? People like to forget about that. No, literally the ACLU got the ban overturned in Alabama. So it's like everyone's like, Oh yay, like Alabama. But it's in all states that had a ban. It's in all states that had a ban. I'm so sorry, I'm so excited. We love the ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union. We stand. No, they're a great organization. If you're like are looking to, do, like, you want to be politically active, you don't really know how, and you're looking to donate to, like, a really good organization, the ACLU is definitely one to donate So, Ben Shapiro is planning to speak at Boston University on November 13th. I want to go through the facts before we, like, go into opinion. So, the Boston University Young Americans for Freedom, that's, like, the name of the club that's sponsoring their visit. To be clear, the club is not paying him to come. Boston University is not paying him to come. Boston University is spending close to $13,000 for protection for him. That's pretty common for most speakers that come to BU. Now that we have the stats all said, let's go. Okay, so who is Ben Shapiro? He is a conservative political and he has some pretty uh, interesting views. Should we read some quotes from him? Yeah. Uh, Homosexual act homo. Why did I say that? <laughs> homo. You sound like Ben Shapiro right now. I know. I, I don't know why. I like homosexual activity is a sin. Transgenderism is a mental disorder. And there's this one tweet that he has that I want to pull up. Because I think. No. I know what tweet you're talking about. Israelis like to build. Arabs like to bomb crap and live in open sewage. This is not a difficult issue. Hashtag get off the rock. So, okay, so here's my thing. Do I like Ben Shapiro? No. Like, point blank, like, no. capital N, capital O, period, like, in a text message, do not like him. But there's a big argument that, like, hate speech isn't free speech. And I, I do understand that argument, but I think I think that he should be allowed to speak just because BU isn't paying him to come. And I think if we start limiting, like, who's able to speak, it gets really dangerous. Because, like, if a liberal, like, student group, like, like BU Democrats wants to have someone come speak and BU's like, no, you can't, I think that that's a bit scary. Um, I don't think he's going to incite violence, so I don't think it's going to be an issue. It's kind of hard to regulate speech before it happens, you know? Like, you don't want speech that incites violence on a college campus, but how do you know if it's going to incite violence if you haven't heard the speech yet that's fair i think that i think it's it's really hard to like really take a stance on this because i hate ben shapiro like really i do not like him like i think he's stupid and i 
I know that people are saying that BU actually having him come legitimizes his speech, which is fair enough because he does have some pretty, he says some outlandish things and, you know, whatever. But also, I think it's important that when he comes, I know that a lot of people, including myself, who do not agree with him are going to go. I'm going to ask some questions because I assume it's like a pre-examination. So I'm going to go and I'm going to ask him some like really informative questions because, you know, I want him to justify his views to me and whether or not I, you know, agree with him, you know, it's good for uh, public discourse. See, now, I read this really interesting article, um, and it talked about, it was in the Boston Globe, and it talked about the fact that, like, Ben Shapiro can come to Boston, but why is he coming on BU campus? That's and fair. that's something that's very interesting, because BU Young Americans for Freedom could be like, yes, we want Ben Shapiro. We want him to come. Like, we're going to use our club money to pay for his protection. Okay, like, fine, 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 fine. The fact that he's speaking on campus and we're like a city university like you could walk a little bit and then you're like not on bu campus anymore but they this is on purpose that he's speaking on bu proper and i think that that's an important thing to keep in mind i think what's interesting is like you don't need to have a hard stance on this and i don't have a hard stance on it i'm still a little bit conflicted i think when i go it's gonna it's open to the public as well so like they're reserving seats for like students first but like people from the public are gonna come and like listen and like agree with him and it's it's hard to listen to someone who insults things that are very intrinsic to your being yeah and like says that they're not okay like wrong you know i just i definitely want to go i do it's very it's very hard because oh okay Here's one argument that I think is stupid, and we can discuss it. So AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, came and spoke here last fall. We were not here, but, you know, whatever. Sad boy, She was a BU alum, and a lot of people have been saying, well, like, well, if AOC could come, why can't Ben Shapiro come? And I understand you have a very leftist and a very rightist. But AOC is also a BU alum who is a senator, an elected position, she has a lot of political credibility, whether you agree with her or not. She is not inciting hate. Like, she's not inciting hate speech. Also, ben if Shapiro, you take econ at BU, bet you will have a middle-aged white professor, and bet he's going to hate AOC for no damn reason. Like, and, like, <laughs> the thing is with AOC, a- first of all, AOC is literally a BU alum, so her coming here, like, makes a lot of sense. Also, Ben Shapiro is not a senator. Ben Shapiro, or she's not a senator, she's a representative. But Ben Shapiro has no political office. He has a podcast. He deserves no rights. He has a Twitter. Hashtag no rights for Ben Shapiro. Hashtag Ben Shapiro was not protected under the First Amendment. <laughs> I think, I like, I, I don't think you need to leave this with a hard stance, but I think that if you are someone who does support Ben Shapiro, you need to recognize that the things that he can say cause a lot of harm to people, yeah. specifically Alexis and I sitting in this room. Like it's a big thing that Ben Shapiro likes to say is facts don't care about your feelings. And it's like, okay, there are certain things that are facts, but homosexuality is a sin. That's not a fact, bro. The Bible isn't a fact. So hot take. 
hot take. Well, and I know people who like have read the Bible and don't think like it's not even like you read it's the really Bible. An excuse. It's if we could go into religion like and it justifying things forever, but but I think that before I go, I, I just want to emphasize that like before Alexis and I go to the speech, like it's going to be very difficult, and like I'm going to have to enter a space of being very calm and being like the things that he says and the things that he believes don't define you. Yeah, he, so and I think that if you are someone like we really want to say that like we support you and we don't agree with the things that he says and if he's saying that something is a sin or something that's a mental disorder don't let that define you because he's someone yeah. who thinks things for his own messed up reasons and that that's not true and that you are loved so stay tuned in two weeks when the why are we dying segment will just be us being like why does Ben Shapiro exist <laughs> I'm taller than Ben Shapiro I could fight him but also it's important to note I said this to someone I was like even if Ben Shapiro doesn't come I know this is a lot of Shapiro I'll be done soon but even if he doesn't come there's still people sitting next to you at the GSU who think these things they exist so whether he comes or not isn't it better to have these conversations with these people? And it is people? true, but are we also giving them a platform is the question. But anyways, let's stop talking about Ben Shapiro because I'm so sick of Ben it's, Shapiro. It's making me very sad. I'm like, just so sick of it. And I'm sick of it, sick of it. We will, update you, we will update you after we come. So let's go into the topic of the day, shall we? Loving is easy. You have me fucked up. It used to be so hard to see. Yeah, loving is easy when everything's perfect. Please don't change a single little thing. Spooky season. And you know what else turns to spooky season? Cuffing season. <laughs> and that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about relationships, cuffing season. Is it a thing? Is it not a thing? And just relationships as a whole. So, only- you know what's scary? Commitment. <laughs> She's the one in a relationship. <laughs> There's two people in the room, one of them is in a relationship, and one of them is not. So, let's get started. Relationships. So this morning, I'm at Starbucks with Alexis, living my best life. And you want to know what my man does? He orders a pumpkin spice latte. With his words! He goes up there and he asks for a pumpkin spice latte. He's a big pumpkin spice man, but it's okay because we support him. And we love him. <laughs> we do love him. And we care so much about him. But also, think that it depends on what you want and what you're like. Okay, the funny thing is, is I love that I'm giving relationship advice because I'm the most chaotic person that exists in the entire world. Like, literally, I'm, like, so chaotic. But I will give my sister's advice. My sisters are so much older than me and so much wiser. And I'm like, this is what I think you should do. You know what the scariest part is? They listen. They listen to my advice. I don't know why anyone listens to her. But, but I'm going to continue to give advice because for some reason people listen. And sometimes it turns out very, very well. And if it doesn't, don't attack me. But I think that, like, I think that you should be entering a relationship for the right reasons. Like, I think if you're the type of person, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting a relationship, but I think if you're creating something idealized in your head and then you pick someone and you're like, this is what I'm going to create with them, I don't think that's healthy. And I don't think that that's, like, okay. And I think, like, some of the really, like, important things are, like, if you're, you need to be open and honest about, like, everything and that sounds <clears throat> I have like a cough I'm sorry <clears throat> but like if that's like very very hard to do but you like someone to know and I think okay so I had this like um it it was domestic violence was the end of domestic violence awareness month so um like where I volunteer we had this training about like healthy relationships unhealthy relationships and abusive relationships and we talked about this idea of like big deals versus little deals 
and something could be a big deal to you but be like a little deal to someone else (coughs) that's that's what's important so for example like for me it's like a big deal if Hershey syrup is not in my room so I can make my chocolate milk in the morning but like it's not a big deal for other people and like this is such a stupid is the most stupid example no but the, my point is you, you have to respect people's like just because something's a big deal in one relationship and you're like an observer and you're like mm, that's weird that they're like really weird about that it might not be a big deal in another relationship it's really important I, my, my whole point is someone's in a healthy and happy relationship you shouldn't judge what they're doing there's some couples who like need to do certain things I'm like not like an example it's like really annoying they need to text each other like 10 times a day they like have to for no damn reason for you know whatever but But if it's making them happy and it's like a mutual thing like that's okay you respect your household and I think it's very hard to decide if a relationship is toxic or not from the outside point of view especially if you're not close to the person if you're close with someone and you recognize that they're in a toxic relationship, and you know you're like, you're not as happy as you used to be, you're upset, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but just seeing a couple on the street, and they're, like, fighting, you can't be like, that's toxic, they should break up. Who knows? Yeah, I think, like, I would say, like, the top three things that you need are, like, open and honest communication, respect. Respect is a very big one. You need to respect the person that you're being with. Even if you're fighting with them, and you're like, you suck right now, you need to respect them. And if you don't respect who you're with, like... That's, like, really, really not okay. And I think that you should, like, have – I know, like, kindness is one of those words where it's, like, nah, but, like, you should be – you should be, like, relatively kind. Of the person. And this is not even with, like, relationships, like, romantic. This is just, like, friendships. Like, you oh, yeah. should be respectful. You should be open and honest. You should be kind. The red flags of a potential partner are the same as the red flags for a friend. They are the same. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, if I – it's okay. When I say respect, it's not like, oh my god, I have to be like, ma'am, sir, to my friend, that's so weird. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're constantly being like, hey, bitch, to your friend, like, then that's, like, your guys' thing. But, like, if you're like, you should die alone because I hate you and don't like you existing, like, don't say that. You have, okay, instead of that, maybe (laughs) let's say you have to respect each other's boundaries, each other's identity, um... You know, if religion is a big thing for them, respect that as long as they're not being hateful with it. Things like that. Like, you really have to be respectful of them, who they are, what personality they have. If there's something that you think really needs to change about them or their lifestyle, something like, I really don't like how you do this thing because it hurts me, that's different. But if you're like, I don't like that you, I don't know, this is a very, it's hard to come up with. No, 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 and I think that, I think identity is something that like people struggle with, and I say people, and I'm like, um, I'm like people. It's like important to myself because I think it's hard. I think that college is that point where you're like very much figuring out who you are, and you have your beliefs and you have your values. But like situations can change how you outlook things, mistakes can be made, and you're like, uh, this isn't who I am. What's going on? Like I don't know why this is happening. Constantly changing. Um, and so like if you're talking to a friend and you're like looking for some sort of like comfort and you just want them to listen that conversation in that moment is very crucial you know what I mean whether someone's coming out to you about like a mistake they made or someone's coming out to you something more serious like oh like I'm questioning my sexual identity and I don't know what to do like if you're a friend like fuck you or like you're being dramatic it's like well that's not a nice thing to say yeah (laughs) like that's more about friends but also like you know if 
The same is true in a relationship. If you're in a Very relationship so. with someone and something changes. So if you're in a relationship with someone and they're like, I'm questioning my sexual identity. This is things that happen. This is things that happen. People realize that not necessarily like if you are in a gay relationship or if you're in a straight relationship and then the person you're with is like, I think I might be bi, but I don't know. And I'm like using this from like a friend example. But I think a really shitty thing to say is, oh, so you don't love me anymore? It's yeah. like, no one said that. No. no. And then, I think a lot of people, maybe they're not doing this to be hurtful. Maybe they're just not, like, familiar with something like that. People are like, oh, does that mean that, like, you want to, like, sleep with girls now? Or, like, the other way around. Or it's like, oh, does that mean that, like, you're going to have a crush on that girl in, like, your math class or something like that? When it's really not like that. You're just figuring out who you are. It's nothing about your relationship. And then if you want to have an open relationship, then that's on you. That's, that's a conversation that you should have. And I don't think we should judge people that are in open... Like, I'm not in an open relationship, but, like, you shouldn't judge people that are in... Oh, my God, my voice. <clears throat> you shouldn't judge... You know what? I'm just trying to say you shouldn't judge people in open relationships. All right. So, <laughs> moving on. How do you get into a relationship? So, Leah, you want to share a little story? <laughs> no. Uh, okay, story time. I, like, can't. I'm, like, gonna laugh too hard. Should I tell the story? I feel like you really should. <laughs> okay. So... First weekend we're at BU, it's like, what, January 2020, we go to this party, and we're chilling, and there's this guy there. Okay, to clarify, we were in, like, the, like, you you know what I'm talking about, when you're in the perfect spot of the dance floor, where you're not too close to the speaker, where it's, like, blaring your, but you're close enough that it's, like, the perfect volume, your girls are all there, you've pushed, you've moved your hips enough that you have enough space now from the, the creatures. <laughs> I don't know why I like paused. Okay, so yes, we're in the peak position, and then Leah sees this guy, Trey, her now boyfriend. <laughs> we, they finally made it, and <gasps> leave me alone. Okay, so I'm thirsty. Um, he's drinking water, and so I, I'm really, really thirsty, and I don't want to go to the bar to get some water. So I'm like, well, like, I'm just going to go up to this guy and demand that he gives me his drink. And so I go up to him and I'm like, give me your drink. Like, I don't even ask. Like, the words like, can I have your drink? Please, can I have your drink? And he gives it up like a fool. Like a fool? So then I meet him later. We're waiting for the bathroom and I go up to him and he's wearing this World hat. And I'm a big Travis Scott fan. So I go up to him and I'm like, dude, I love your hat. And he's like, thanks forces his phone in my face, and he's like, add me on Snapchat. <laughs> no, he's literally like, add me on Snapchat. So then, we find out his name is Trey. We're, like, chilling. Let's, like, fast forward a little bit. He follows her on Instagram. She follows him back. Spring break comes along. Okay, wait, I would like to add, this is recent information that I found out from talking to him. So Alexis and I would end up hitting on these two other guys um, at the party that we've now referred to as Asian because one was white and one was Asian. To clarify, they were not halfway half Asian eat. I just thought it was a good question. And apparently, he followed me and watched us hit on them. Yeah. Like, what? Bold move. And so then, like, this is end of January. He messages me, like, spring break. He's yeah. in London. Spring break. Like, He's we are, drunk. We are He's, all separated. Trey is in London. Drunk. He is in Bermuda. I'm, I'm also in Bermuda drunk. We're allowed to legally drink in both of these places. So I'm at my house <laughs> in, <laughs> Connecticut. in Connecticut, um, but he messages me and he's like, 
Something you about, swiped up on your story. I she remember that. swiped up on a story from me in Bermuda. Messages me asking for dinner. Um, I'm drunk. Like, I don't, like, I open my phone and I show this to my sister and she's like, I'm gonna say yes! And I'm like, what? And she's like, you need to have experiences in college. Um, and then the next, mo- like, I've fallen asleep. Like, I've gone to bed. Like, I said yes, I kind of threw my phone. I've done my Instagram post for the day. Like, I didn't need her. Um, and then I wake up in the morning, and he's like, great, here's my number. This man gave me his number. He's brave. Brave. Yeah. Um, and so, like, fast forward, we end up going on, like, we go on, like, two or three dates, and she's like, I don't do commitment. I'm not getting in a relationship with this man. She kept telling me, best friend over here. We end up going on many dates. Like, many, many, many dates. Many, many dates. And then... I mean, like, we... For, this is, like, March to May. Yeah, literally until the end of the semester, we just kept going on dates. I didn't find out that she actually had feelings for him until probably, like, a month into them going on dates. Right, and I was doing this thing where, like, so... We're, this is really funny. I'm gonna tell this story. We're watching Ten Things I Hate About You. We're sitting on opposite sides of this couch. Like there's so much room between us. We have Coke and popcorn, like sitting between us, separating us. And Leah had already said to me, she was like, "Hey, I think Trey and I are gonna go out for dinner. Like you should come." And I was like, "Oh yeah, like okay, whatever. I'll third wheel. Like I've met Trey, but like Trey and I didn't like say to each other like, oh, I know you until like months later.' But like whatever. That's the story." Right, and because at this point I started to have feelings for him. And my insane brain was like, no. Like, literally, I my brain was like, you don't do this. This is not you. You're going to invite Alexis, and you're going to ignore these feelings, and it's all going to be okay. So she texts me. I remember this, because I was, like, laying in my bed, and she texts me, and she's like, please tell me you're coming to dinner. Like, please tell me. And I'm like, like yeah, like, I'll come. I haven't eaten. Like, whatever. So then, this is information I literally just found out, like, <laughs> less than a week ago. So apparently... Leah says to Trey, hey, my friend's really hungry. Like, and she asked if I had dinner plans and, like, is it okay with you if she comes? I'm psycho. <laughs> and Trey was like, I saw the text popping up on the computer. <laughs> like, she was not discreet about this at all. And so then, so then she comes to dinner. And we're sitting on the same side of the booth. Like, Alexis on the other side. Like, we're being very, like... Cuddly, flirtatious so women. And hang out, whatever. Me and Trey are like being friends. You know how it is. Shout out. And <laughs> so then, Trey, like, we were all hanging out in her brownstone, and then, like, Trey left. And I was like, yeah, you guys look really couple Because I didn't realize that she liked him at this point. I was so ignorant. Full blown. I was like, so stupid. Full blown in Cotfields. And he was like, wait, we didn't look couple What are you talking about? What? And I was like, yeah, like, you guys just, like, really, like, look couple And she's like, can you, like, tell me why in extreme detail? And my <laughs> stupid ass, like, did not catch on. No. And then, like, long story short, now we're dating. Now After we're dating. Many, how long have we known? We, know, we knew each other for six months before we started dating. That is low. I mean, there was a big three-and-a-half-month summer. There was a big three-and-a-half-month summer. So that's, like, we really only knew each other for three months. Technically. So now... Because I was, well, we were both studying abroad in London this summer, and then I traveled a little bit after. So, like, like Europe is... Like, you don't want to start off with a long-distance. Which we didn't, but, like, kind of. It was weird. So now they're here. We're all friends. I love Trey so much. <laughs> Literally, I know he's listening to this, and I just want to be like, Trey, like, despite your pumpkin... Despite your pumpkin spice lattes, and... You're great. 
And the ugly sneakers. <laughs> and the fashion sense that you could work on. The fashion sense that we're going to help you work on. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. Leah was, like, very lucky. Like, literally the first guy that she meets at a party, she ends up dating, and they're, like, in love or whatever, but some of us. <laughs> Some of us are me, and some of us are single, and we have to use this little app, this little application. I had Tinder for a little bit. Yeah, but you didn't, like, use it. Use I didn't use Tinder. Like, I, like, you, made an account and, like... Like, you swiped a little bit. You were like, oh, like, he's kind of cute. I like, don't I, think I've ever... I messaged, like, maybe two people, and it ended with, like, how are you? Tinder is, like, hell on earth. I have trademarked this whole phrase. I call it the Tinder depression, because... If you have a Tinder, you know this. When you're swiping for an extended period of time, you just get so sad. It's like, because you'll be like swiping and then you won't match with anyone and you're like, am I ugly? Or you're swiping and you're not seeing anyone attractive and you're like, am I ugly? And then your matches like aren't messaging you and you're like, am I ugly? And you just have like really, and like I, I have to put my phone down. I've like kind of stopped using Tinder for the past like week or so. I just like don't. Okay, I have, I have, I have mixed feelings about Tinder because I think that this is my personal opinion. But like, when you're in college, I don't think dating apps are needed because you're meeting so many different people. Whether it's at parties or it's at clubs or it's at events, like I know, like people are like parties, parties, parties. But like, I do a lot of other things besides parties where you could meet very nice, wholesome men. Speaking but of I, wholesome men, I have a guy I want to introduce you to that is like very nice and cute, but that's like a separate issue. Okay. I saw him yesterday and I thought of you and I was like, oh my god, I should like do a little introducing. Um, he's very cute. He's a junior. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is like a separate. See, this is we don't need Tinder. We have Leo. Um, no, but I think that you are meeting so many different people like through different things that like Tinder should be a source of fun. Like I'm not saying don't use Tinder. Like Tinder's funny as fuck. Like, use <laughs> Tinder, like, have some fun. Just don't get the Tinder depression like Like, me. sometimes I have people message things about, like, spicing up their life and curry when I was back on it, and it was just like, why? Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that I don't really meet that many people because I don't do that many things or talk to people. <laughs> um. No, I, I, okay, okay, I think, I think that... Okay, I love Alexis. Like, I love you. I want you to know that I love you, but I'm about to roast you for, like, five minutes, and I just, like, need you to take it. So, (laughs) the thing about Alexis is she'll be like, oh, my God, that guy's cute. And I'm like, okay, go say something. And she's like, say something. Oh, my God, yes, story time. I spoke to the first man at a party. Okay, that did bring me down. We went to this party last week on Saturday. It was so much fun. Like, literally, like, amazing. I was like living my best life and there was this guy that was like cute whatever he could have not been cute I don't know it was like late in the night so then I'm like looking at him and Trey like pulls me aside and is like I see you making those eyes like who is it go talk to him and then Leah's like no don't but why did I say no uh because I think he was talking to someone else that we're friends with got it got it got it but anyway him and Trey's like no go like yes so I ended up going up to him and I was like hey I like your hoodie and then he's like thanks and then we have like a two second conversation and then we both walk away at the same time okay see the thing about big, okay big step forward in I'm proud of you I am the type of person that I will just like go up to someone and I'm like you're attractive what about it and like see what because the thing is is I 
have no fear of rejection by random people I have in a basements. Very strong. Fear because of I'm like, if you don't think I'm cute, like I'm still cute. You just, I'm just not your type, and like that's completely okay. Um, but I think that you just gotta like. I think that Bite the bullet go bold because like people like it when people are like kind of quirky because like everyone's so boring that people like it when you're like kind of weird like it's kind of funny like I have definitely sent some like pretty weird texts to people that I've been interested in and they think it's funny like they do. Leo just has a lot of confidence. <laughs> but I also would like to make it clear that I've been rejected multiple times. And sometimes, no, like Alexis has seen it happen, so she knows that I'm like not making it. Yeah. And I, I feel like I handle it like a champ, though. Like I'm not like, oh my god. It's very funny, though, because we'll be at a party, and we'll all be in the circle, and Leo will like pull me aside, and she's like, hey, like I'm going to go talk to that guy. And I'm like, yes, like go off. So she goes, and then one of two, one, one of two things happen. She's like, okay, so... Like, if she's successful, she'll go, and then, like, I'll just be like, oh, Leah's gone. And then if she's unsuccessful, she'll come back legitimately 15 seconds later, tap me on the shoulder, and she's like, I'm back. <laughs> and she, it's very funny. It's funny because I, it's like. Leah's never the type to be like, oh, like, you didn't like me, like, whatever. She's like, oh, like, I'm back <laughs> with the girls. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> No, because it's like, like, if they don't like me, like, it's going to be okay. I, like, want to tell people that they're hitting on people. Like, sometimes, though. Sometimes if you're like a two and you shoot for a ten, you might get a ten. So you might as well shoot your shot respectfully and with consent. Yeah, I mean, like I'll there's get a, there one day. There's I mean, a very we're big going out tonight, so maybe I'll finally maybe tonight's like, your night. But there's a very big difference. Like when I go up and I talk to people, I usually am like, "Hi, like, what's your name?" Or I'm like, "I don't, I don't know what I say now." Oh my god, do I know what to hit on people anymore? Question mark. But. I'm never you ask orientation. I do ask orientation questions, but I'm never like, "Hey there, sweet nothing, let me love you." Because you don't like anyone says that. Leah has the stupidest examples for everything. Literally, who in their life has ever gone up to a guy at a frat party and like, "Hey there, sweet nothing, let me love on you"? No, but my point is, is like grabbing girls by hips when they're dancing. Not, not a way to hit on them. You literally. Tap me on the shoulder and be like, hi. And if I think you're cute and I back up into it, like, live your best life. But a simple hi, how, like, that eye contact, that quick, like, check-in is really important. And yep. it's very easy to Consent do. Consent is key. It's very easy to do because I've hit on many people. I've gotten rejected by many people. But I've also been accepted by many people. So. She's just flexing on us now. All right. So <laughs> let's talk about scary dates. Oh. I have personally never really been on a scary date i've been in one relationship it was like two years ago and it was with the guy who was my best friend at the time so it was very much like he's an ugly man <laughs> um that's not the point like i've never really been on a scary date like we would go on very like wholesome coffee dates i already knew him like we're already best friends um but leah has some stories to tell about scary dates yeah i okay so i think this was sophomore year of high school yeah, 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 it was. It definitely was. Because he didn't have his license yet. And I, like, met him through, like, a friend. I don't even, I don't even remember anymore. It was so long ago. But he, like, we're going to go, like, mini golfing or whatever. Oh, my God, my friends back home know this story. And, like, I'm, like, going to cut some parts out. But, yeah, we, he comes to pick me up. And my mom's, like, invite him inside. And I was, like, no. Like, 
no, 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 no. Like, this was not, like, a third date or a fourth date. Like, this was first date, like, we had met briefly. I was like, no, mom. Like, he's not coming inside. Like, I'm sorry. Bye. My mother was like, he's coming inside. And so we came inside. Because my mother controls my life. But he was like, oh, like, the Uber's waiting so we should go. And my brain was like, Uber. And he was like, yeah, I can't drive. And I was like, oh, dear God. Like, I was like, it's already starting rough. So we go, I think we get food after we go mini golfing. And like, anyone who knows me, like, I get really hungry, okay? So I'm, st I'm starving. Like, you know, like, people and girls are like, I eat before dates because, like, I want to get a salad. I don't get that. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. So I got, like, tacos. I got chips and guac. I think I got, like, enchiladas. Like, I got so much food. And to be clear, didn't make them pay for the food. Like, I paid for my own food. And I paid for my own mini golf because I want to eat as much as I want. And I don't want to put that burden on someone else. So he had no right, no right to say this to me. And he just goes, wow, you eat a lot for a girl. Oh, <laughs> yikes. And from a man who can't drive. Right? <laughs> like, you brought me here in an Uber. Like, you do not get to be this sassy. You eat, like, that is something from, like, a like a novel. Like, that doesn't happen to people. Yeah. Like, I was just trying to eat my food. He's <laughs> like, damn, you fat bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, so, when I was in eighth grade, I had a little eighth grade boyfriend, as one does. My... <laughs> He was a ginger, so my mom called. Oh my god! Wait a minute! Why can't say this? Oh my god! You have to, gingy. You have to cut this out. <laughs> gingy. My mother called him gingy, like gingivitis. Yeah. Gingivitis. This isn't a scary date story. This is like me being a horrible person story. But it we dated from like sometime in eighth grade to like right before the first day of freshman year. Right. And we went to different high schools because he ended up going to a private school. But I remember. Like, he was coming home from a trip, like, the day before. And I kept texting him, like, can I come over? Can I come over? Can I come over? And he's like, I, like, can't see you today. Like, I'm sorry. Like, why don't we just hang out tomorrow after school? And I was like, no. Like, we have to hang out tonight. And you're like, oh, my God. She just wants to see your, like, cute little boyfriend. What? Like, so cute. No. I was really wanted to break up with him right before the first day of high school because for some reason I thought I was hot shit and, like, people were going to, like, be springing to date me didn't happen so I end up calling him because I'm like I have to break up with you like I have to so I call him he's in the car with his family on the way home and I call him and I'm like we're done like we're breaking up like it's I think we dated for like multiple months Leah is a bad person confirmed and she pulled a Joe Jonas and so then, no, no, wait, it gets worse. So he starts crying on the phone. And I hung up. Please don't do this. If you need to break up with your significant other, you need to be respectful. Okay, Leo's like, what, like 11, 13, 14. But she still looks like she's 13. So it could all be respectful. But like, Literally. please do not break up with someone that way. That is so rude and so bad. So, anyways. Might be. What have we learned about relationships? They're good when they're good, and if they're not, they're bad. So cut it off. If you think your friend's in a toxic relationship, make sure to talk to them respectfully and be like, hey, I don't really think this guy's right for you. It's always a good idea. I do have one more thing to say about relationships. I will say that, let's say you enter a relationship. This is about cheating, and I think we could do, like, a whole episode on cheating. But I want to, like, do a little 
intro to it. If you're dating someone and you're like in love with them or whatever and you're like living your best life and then you're like, wait, I like someone else. You want to know what you do? Break up. You break up. Do not be Rory from Gilmore Girls. Do not be Rory from Gilmore Girls. There's no need to cheat. We are are two Rory and Jess stands, and even we recognize she don't get it. And Jess, actually, remember when Rory was like, yeah, it's over Dean, and Jess was like, I gotta go break up with my girl before we do anything? Because he respects women. Jess respects women until he ghosted Rory, but that is a separate issue for a separate episode. So, on that note, everyone, hope, well, I guess this will be airing tomorrow. So. I mean, yeah, hope everyone had a good Halloween. Hope, hope you had you, a good I Halloween. I hope the Tinder depression has not swallowed anyone else whole, and it's just me. If your hangover is killing you, take some Pedialyte, Alka Seltzer, and two ibuprofen, and yep. thank me later. Drink some water, and uh, happy spooky season, happy cuffing season. Hope everyone gets a boo. Wherever you are, hope that you have an amazing Friday, and make sure to tune in next week to listen to us continue to rant about useless information. So, why don't you shut up and start talking about relationships? Because they're fun. Woke up feeling like I just might run for president. Even if there ain't no precedent. Switching up the message.